You may have noticed some exciting new changes downtown. That's thanks to our hardworking community with help from us at Downtown Ashboro Incorporated. Here at Downtown Ashboro Incorporated, we strive to promote a vibrant downtown environment while preserving the history of our unique architecture. From advising historic building owners on safe and effective development practices to working with City Hall to update regulations that support future growth, Downtown Ashboro Incorporated, growing Ashboro from its roots. Crash Radio is created by Rhino Leap Productions, a company producing theater, music, dance, and documentaries in North Carolina. Every episode of Crash Radio features local musicians, writers, and storytellers presented as a live event in Asheboro, North Carolina. The content is then edited for broadcast on WKXR 94.9 FM. This episode was recorded live at the General Wine and Brew just down the road from Asheboro in Seagrove, North Carolina. I'm Barry Yow, co-owner of The Flying Pig. Folks used to say Ashboro would have alcohol when pigs could fly, so in 2009, right after the city voted to allow alcohol sales, myself, my wife Marianne Dennis Gallimore, and Barbara Gallimore opened the Flying Pig Food and Spirits. We serve all sorts of food and beverages, but are best known for our pizza and friendly neighborhood atmosphere. In fact, we were just named Best Bar Food in the Triad by Eat Drink Triad. So swing by the pig, I'll probably be behind the bar. Cheers, folks. Our first guest is Scarlett Tantrum. Scarlett is an alternative pop artist from Carthage, North Carolina. With her emotive voice, she aims to deliver lyrics full of meaning, sung in a soulful chess voice. Her original songs are based on deeply personal experiences while backed by a head-bopping alternative sound that will ring in your ears in the best possible way.
guest is Lee Gavin. Lee was born and raised right here in Asheboro, North Carolina. He retired as a Superior Court judge in 2023 and now spends more time painting, telling stories, and playing trivia at the Four Saints Brewing Company. He had a gallery show for his art at the Randolph Arts Guild in 2021. He and his wife Roberta have two grown sons and a grandson who just turned one year old. Does anybody have that that one friend that takes you on as a project. They, they think they know exactly what you need to do to improve. And they give you advice, whether you want it or not. Anybody got that friend? I've had those friends for 37 years. I'm not kidding. Um, they tell me, you need to smile more. Why, why don't you smile? You always look like you're down in the dumps. You know, I look at your pictures and you're not smiling. Come on, smile. I've heard that for 37 years. I wish I could. Um, my, my family has great smiles. My wife, my two sons, my daughter-in-law, my grandson. You point a camera at them and you say smile and they can light up a room. I can't do that. I, I wish I could. I physically cannot do that. So this summer of 1986, I was riding high. Finished first year of law school, met a wonderful woman who had a future with. Uh, first half of the summer, I was living in London along with some good friends, including Roberta. Second half of the summer, I was in Washington working on Capitol Hill. Ended up the summer with a family vacation at the beach. It was a, a great summer. Heading back to school. Uh, heading back from the beach, I stopped off to spend the night with my cousin. And that night, I had the worst headache ever, right behind my ear. I mean, it just was debilitating. Uh, the next morning, it was better. The next day, I'm back in Winston-Salem having lunch with some friends. We're excited. School's starting again. I take a drink of tea, and it rolls out the side of my mouth and down the front of my shirt. And all I can think is, God, that, that's embarrassing, you know. <laughs> kind of shrugged it off. The afternoon goes on, and my, my face starts feeling number and number. And then that night, I had no control over the right side of my face. Uh, the next morning, I went to see my family doctor, Charlie Stout. Charlie was a, a great doctor, 
I've known him for years. I grew up with his son. You know, I, I trusted Charlie completely, completely. Charlie walks in the room and he looks at me from across the room and just kind of as a matter of fact, he goes, oh, you got Bell's palsy. And I thought, I, I don't know what that is, but the way you say it, I'm going to be okay. Um, cliff notes on Bell's palsy. The, the nerves that control the muscles in your face, they, they go through the bones of your head. And they still don't know what causes Bell palsy, but something causes those nerves to swell up. And when they swell inside the bones in your head, there's nowhere for them to go. And they cut each other off. And you lose control of your face. I didn't have a mild case. I had a severe case. Nothing over here moved. I had to tape my eyes shut at night to keep it closed. I had to carry around a, a bottle of eye drops to make sure my eyes were, were lubricated because even the involuntary act of blinking did not work. Fortunate thing is, is that you recover in a few months. While I was recovering, I, I dropped out of school. There was some idea that maybe stress caused this or heard it. So I dropped out of school and I took a job doing manual labor. Um, the thing at, at this time, if you saw me at this time, if you met me, you would see someone with a deformed face. The, the right side just, just hung there. You would see someone that expressed no emotion. And, and people saw me like that. And people judged me based on what they saw. And even some friends who I'd known for years started reacting to me and judging me, looking at this deformed face. Fortunately, after about six months, I regained most of the control of my face. Uh, I still have some residuals. Uh, Roberta says she can always tell when I had a really tough day at work. I'd come in, she could just look at me and say, yeah, you had a tough day. I, I've still got numbness. I've still got some lack of control. The crazy thing is, is that when the nerves recovered, somehow the nerves controlling my eye and my mouth got switched. And I have no control over it, but if I, if I blink or close my eye, my mouth twitches. If I chew on the right side, my, my eye twitches and I actually tear up. I and mean, you, you might have seen me out eating sometime and I've got tears rolling down my face because I'm chewing on the right side and I, I have no control over that. One other thing is, is that people still misjudge me. I know Roberta came one time when I was in court, I think we we're going to go out to lunch and she said when I came out, the guy sitting next to her said, God, that judge looks mean as hell. And I, I'm not mean as hell, but it, it, you know, it did help with the poker face being a judge. So had that going with me. Um, when I tell people that story about that, they always say, oh, that, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's terrible. And I tell them, no, not, I actually think it's one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. And they look and they think, are you kidding? I mean, you, you had no idea what was going on. You lost control of your face. Uh, people just treated you bad. Uh, you, you had to drop out of school. Well, how can that be good? Well, the thing was, is that when I was going through that, 
I mean, I realized I was the same person. What I treasured and valued was the same. Uh, all I did was I lost the ability to move some, some skin around. I, I was the same, but people didn't treat me like that. And so I tried to remember that through the years. And when I try to remember that when I meet people. I have no idea what their story is. I have no idea what your stories are. And, and I can't tell by looking at you. So I try to remember, I don't always do a good job at it, but I try to remember, take some time, ask, ask some questions. You meet someone, even someone you've known, you don't know what they've been through. Take the time to just ask them a question and, and get to know them before you make that judgment. Um, so thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. And once again, Scarlet Tantrum. Playing on repeat, a life's been hard Feeling kind of lonely, stuck inside Losing track of time, gotta go back to where my life was mine Well, like the dream that's playing Thanks for listening to Crash Radio on WKXR 94.9 FM Produced by Rhino Leap Productions